everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of T Watches a Scary Movie. And don't adjust your dials, folks. Yes, it is me. I am back here on camera. Hair's just a little bit shorter, uh, looking a little lighter, obviously. Uh, but always dashing and debonair. Yes, the Shaman of Cinema, Theron Reynolds here with you, ladies and gentlemen, to talk some scary movies. Happy to be back on camera with you. want to remind you of all the places that you can check us out. For starters, this is that we do a video on this episode. Not only is it me, but uh, what I'm going to be showing you this episode, you also have that video for it as well, too. You're going to want to have video for it. Um, and so the best way to get that is by subscribing to the YouTube page, which is youtube.com slash C slash Theron Reynolds Scary Movie. Again, that is YouTube dot com slash c slash theron reynolds scary movie uh yeah go get subscribed to the youtube page y'all uh if you do that you'll be able to catch all of our episodes every wednesday night 8 30 p.m um mountain standard time i should say by the way there now uh and any of the ones that video like this episode uh this will actually uh, allow you to watch that video there of course we are also on podbean as well too so if you are listening to the audio only version of this uh i also appreciate you as well too uh of course i'm trying to get on itunes right now it is hard getting it all figured out there but we're gonna get it though uh but if you're subscribed to the podbean thank you so much for listening to the audio version and of course, a few other things you got to know about as well, too. Go to our Facebook page. Get subscribed to the Facebook group. That is facebook.com slash group slash T scary movie. Again, that's facebook.com slash group slash T scary movie. If you go and get subscribed there, you'll be able to join all of our watch parties. Y'all know we are watching so many scary movies right now. Uh, we're, we're making great progress here. Um, but in order for you to join those, cause we're doing a lot, you got to go get the link from the Facebook group. Uh, and that leads us to the last thing I want to push for y'all as well, too. Uh, we have started a discord channel just because, you know, we do our watch parties through Cosme for the most part. Cosme can be all right, but like yesterday, Cosme was absolute hell with our shitty movie watch party. Thank you, Mr. Eric Brady. Um, so we are trying to get used to using uh, Discord to see if that's going to work a little bit better. So subscribe to our Discord channel. That is uh, discord.gg slash hb6kxxteg. Again, that is discord.gg slash hb6kxxteg. T-E-G. Yes, join our Discord channel. We're going to start doing some watch parties there and make it a little bit easier for folks to chat and everything like that as well, too. Get signed up. We want to see you out there. So, what do we have going on? Uh, Well, for starters, we should know in our scary TV, uh, our scary movie marathon that we have going on, we're up to 48. We are up to 48 movies. Folks, it is only the 15th of September. And we are 48 movies in. We're making great fucking progress here now. I'm so amped. 48 was malignant. Um, yeah, I put a nice little written review on the uh, Facebook group. You got to go there to see what I wrote. Uh, but we're watching that tonight. We got a lot of new stuff actually coming up tonight in the watch party here. Uh, I promise we get some new stuff in. Uh, so tonight it is uh, Blood Red Sky. That's the Netflix vampire film. Uh, malignant. Uh, HBO Max there. James Wan. Horror. Great. Don't Breathe 2, 
escape room tournament of champions and actually the focus of our episode tonight we are uh, gonna watch the stairs as well too if you remember uh last month i went and saw uh an early screening of the stairs and um got a chance to talk with the editor of the film uh, michael tang yeah i got a chance to talk uh talk with michael tang the editor of the film along with joshua mazzaro of baja high horror film festival and uh, if you didn't catch the live viewing of that conversation, that is what is coming up in the episode tonight. Yeah, so we obviously have our watch party going on, but y'all, um, for those of y'all that did not uh, weren't able to tune in for our live conversation with Michael Tang, the editor of The Stairs, that is what's coming up for you in tonight's episode. So, not gonna waste any more time here, folks. Check this out. Uh, take a look at me, a little bit heavier, a little bit more hair there. Uh, yeah, enjoy. Uh, my name is Theron Reynolds. I am T of T Watches a Scary Movie. Joining me today, my co-host of Mile High Horror Film Festival, Mr. Joshua Mazzaro. Josh, how you doing today, man? Great, man. How you doing? It's good to see you. It's good to see you too. I feel like it's been it, it's been way, 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 way too long, even without the yeah, pandemic yeah. now, since we've gotten to see each other in person. So it's been a long time. Yeah, nice to see your face. Appreciate uh appreciate you putting this together for us now, man. Much appreciated. Thank you. And joining our guest, the editor of The Stairs, the film that we are watching today, Mr. Michael Tang. Michael, how are you doing today? Good doing great, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, Josh had, had reached out to me and, and told me that, you know, this film was coming out and I saw the trailer and I had been interested in it. I was like, cool, we're getting some new horror because the one thing that's been consistent, I feel, in the last like couple of years with everything going on in our world has been consistent horror. We've gotten a lot of really good horror in the last two years. So Josh told me that, uh, you know, a friend of his had a project coming out and I had already been interested in taking a look at it and we got a chance to see it. So I really appreciate you joining us to talk a little bit about it today. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now. I got to ask, and it, it's, a dumb, it's a dumb question, but because the question is going to come up here and we got to like spell it out for some people. So you were the editor of this film. Can you explain easiest way you can what an editor on a film actually does? So an editor on this film is pretty much like putting a puzzle together. You know, it's like they shoot it, you know, they hand, hand off me, you know, sometimes, you know, it, it, Pretty much, and we it rewrites the script. So it's like putting a puzzle together. Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes, you know, you got to, like, delete some scenes and, like, trim it. And it's, like, yep, it's definitely, definitely longer, long hours. And, like, I was there for, like, they were shooting for 19 days. I believe it's, like, you know, hundred like, over 100 hours of footage. But they shot for 19 days. But I ended up, like, working for, like, on the film for, like, two and a half months, three months. <laughs> And over over a hundred hours, you say. I mean, is that from what you know about like the filmmaking process and everything? There is that is that pretty normal? Is that like a low amount of film to be shot? Is that a high amount? Like, where's that kind of sitting and what you know when it comes to like making movies now? I mean, like, yeah, over a hundred hours, like it's the average. But we're working on like you know, uh, more mostly indie movies, so. Some, you know, bigger sets, they shoot for like 30 days, you know, so that goes over over a thousand um, hours. So, you know, just by myself, I'm just like the only guy editing. So I don't have any assistance, like help me like look through the footage. So 
yeah so i was like normally on these small movies like over you know a couple of hundred hours but yeah wow and i i'm so curious about it because i assume and you you'd have to correct me on that there like i assume that is it like a collaborative effort with like your director, uh, you know, with your your producer or producers, like going through and deciding like what goes in, what goes out? Like, do they just give you a list of here's like what we need for it? Like, what do you look for versus like how much input the rest of the behind the scenes staff has on the actual finished product? I mean, like, it depends on what projects you work on with what kind of group. Sometimes, um, if you work on a new project with a different director, you know, they're like, okay, here's a script, you know, we'll just edit how, how it's written. But there's some directors like, okay, we shot this and let you interpret it, you know, cause you're kind of like the outside perspective. Yeah. And then, you know, on this particular set, I was actually, so I started from the beginning before they shoot. So I was on set while they were filming, you know, so I, you know, grab the cars when they're um, copying the footage, backing it up. And there's our cases where like um, during days or like came to me like, oh my God, like, so can we go back to that day four? Cause we want to make sure it matches this shot we're shooting or like make sure continuity is like correct, you know? And then like, yes, yeah, definitely a collaborative effort. Um, even in editing, even like, you know, the producers, the writers and the directors there, you know, after I do my first cut, they watch it. They're like, okay, maybe, can we look at different take different performance like that, you know, and, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it's not in, but yeah, it's just like the more, it's definitely collaborative because like for me watching it again and again, it just gets getting like dull and like you need like an outside, uh, more people to watch and giving critique and like giving notes and stuff. Yeah. Now uh, for those who haven't seen the trailer uh, or haven't had a chance to see the film yet, the stairs tell the story of a young boy and his grandfather who go on a hunting trip in the woods and they turn up missing. And 20 years later, a group of friends uh, go out to the same woods on their own little trip and they encounter just a lone set of stairs in the middle of nowhere. Now, looking at some of the behind the scenes content that came out uh, for the promotion of the film and everything, uh, the director and writer Drago talked a lot about how um, most of the hook of this story and most of what brought this to his attention was uh, a lot of the stories that have gone around over decades and everything about people actually in real life being out and about just in random woods and encountering like sets of stairs, just mm -hmm. like beautifully set of uh, beautiful sets of stairs, destroyed, dilapidated, like just random, like this, it's a real thing apparently that's happened. And I, I'm so curious, you know, hearing that that was such a big drive for this story, is that something that you had ever heard about before this film itself? Like, have you, did you ever have any friends? Like, have you heard a story about random <laughs> stairs in the woods before now? No, I was like, actually, it was like, even on um, day one on set, when I, you know, when I arrived to Seattle, I was like, really? It's like, I never heard about this um, kind of stuff. But yeah, it's like interesting, you know, it's like, oh, that makes sense why you guys shooting this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I gotta ask, cause I mean, I, I, we don't know what, what movie magic is now. We don't know like what's like what's real versus what's not or anything. The the stairs that were used in the uh, in the film itself there, uh -huh. um, 
Oh man, I, I'm embarrassed to ask. I have to ask it there. Y'all built that, like that was built for the movie, right? Like y'all didn't just happen to stumble upon one of these random sets of stairs out there and just say, this is what we're shooting. This is what we're doing now. Yeah, of course. Uh, we have our projectors designer, production designer build it, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I guess one location we got like it lost it. And then he's like, okay, now we he got to take it all apart, move it. And I guess, you know, um i don't want to spoil anything but like it's there's like they're gonna set on fire but like i guess it's like with the fire department they're like okay we can't have it this close to the tree so you know 15 guys gotta haul it like feel um like the distance from the tree so, so yeah definitely a, it's like hand built and you know and like during the editing process post the post-production process we know of course we see the nails and stuff so we gotta do like a lot of visual effects yeah so i was like you know whatever you see on the screen it looks so simple but it's like behind the scenes you're like oh god screw this screw that yeah and and man it, it looks so beautiful like you you put together a, a good looking film for damn sure because i mean even even with like the the whole idea that like people have seen like stairs wow. out in the wild and in, in the in the real world and everything like that just in the middle of nowhere I don't think anybody would have expected to see like the beautiful set of stairs that y'all had in this movie. So it's kind of cool just to see how nice uh, y'all y'all had that coming out. And um, something you you kind of mentioned um, leads me to a question, another question for you here. Uh, Kaplan Ka Kaplan Quinlan did uh, did a little bit of an intro to the film, uh, you know, in the Fathom Events screening of uh -huh. it and everything. And she had mentioned, you know, she had made a comment about how. Uh, again, without going too far into spoiler territory or anything there, about how for, for decades now, watching monsters on screen have like captivated us. And, you know, it's a way for us all to just kind of lose ourselves into the into the movies. And I'm curious, you know, what brought you on board with this project? You know, was it something to where the, the writer and director Drago, like he's, he's a friend of yours? Is it that you know, you had a chance to read the script and you're like, wow, this really resonates with me somehow. Do you have a big love of horror? What actually brought you to the project itself? Oh, that's just pretty easy because I'm a friend of Drago's and we met each other working on like two other films. And then somehow like randomly he's like, um, reach out to me. He's, hey, are you available to like come to Seattle to edit a movie? And like, it was like, believe back before like August. I was like, ah, I'm busy. I can't, you know. But, you know, then they got pushed back to, like, September. And I reached out to um, Drago. I said, hey, man, are you still want to um, look for an editor? He said, yeah, um, definitely. So it was a perfect opportunity for me to, like, go see out. It's like, i never been there. It's, like, almost a workation, you know? Yeah. So that's how I got on a project, because I work with Drago, uh, the past projects, you know, on this, you know, industry is all about networking. We don't really, like do the formal interviews, you know, it's like this a word of mouth, you know, if you work with this person before you're, they're reliable. Definitely. Yeah. Theron, funny story, when he was out there, I happened to be vacationing at the time. Of course. Uh, yeah. The family, just <laughs> by complete coincidence. Where were we? Some bar in, in it was. It was some brewery uh, near the, near the Ferris wheels. Like, I think it's called Smog Brewery, I believe. Okay. Some type of brewery by the, uh, Pikes near Pikes Pal Pikes yeah, yeah. Market, right? 
but I just, I happened to just go into this place. My brother-in-law was already sitting there and I sit uh -huh. down at the table and I look over the table next to me and this guy is sitting right there. And we just had this look on our face. Of yeah. We're like, complete shock. We're like, we're <laughs> like, like, this way. It's like, is that Josh? <laughs> like legitimately like right yeah. here across, across the aisle, look at each other. Like what? That <laughs> is happenstance, man. Yeah, wow. So fun. And that's why we were shooting, why you guys were shooting, right? During production. Yeah, I think like one of the weekends we have day off. We're like, okay, I need to like just get a beer or something or explore yeah. the city. <laughs> and who are you who are you with? They were part of the production. Oh, group. yeah. I was uh, with the one of the PAs, a good friend, Jeff Mendenhall. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, he was he was from Oregon, so he just met up, stayed in Seattle. So, like on the days off, we just kind of go, you know, explore and stuff like that. And then he was every morning he was my ride to set and back. So he has, you know, drive the RV as I don't know how to drive the huge RV. So I was pretty much like navigator or like help him stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm so curious because like it, it's funny that y'all y'all both were in Seattle last year because I too went to Seattle <laughs> oh. in February of last year. So Seattle was the place to be last oh. year for whatever reason. Um how was uh, like how was y'all's experience there? I mean, like let's let's get past the elephant in the room. You know, we're we're in a pandemic and everything like that. And I know I got to go right before things actually started like getting crazy and locked down and everything like that. Like, how was y'all's experience out there during everything that was going on? Well, well, this was actually before pandemic. This was uh, uh, 2019 Labor Day oh, weekend. Yeah. yeah, it was Labor Day 2019. That weekend. Okay. okay. So yeah, it was fine. <laughs> oh, all right. See, I had no issues then. All right. Are you That's more talking about it. like how's how's the experience on set, like the day one shooting? Yeah. Okay. It's so, like I don't know if you guys seen that movie. There's a scene where you know the grandfather and the kid are, like drove the car and like first park and um get out. Mm -hmm. And it's like we like you know we lost look like you know, somehow. Because they don't have enough time to prep, and you know they we lost locations like three days prior to filming. But when they arrived on set, there was like literally like hundred students, like field trips on the other side of forest, and they're like people are yelling, screaming, and it's like I don't know. It's like day one. It's like ah, oh, my life is gonna be sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's gotta be a hard like a, a bit of a hard production uh, problem there to get around too. Yeah, you know it's like. It takes place in the woods, you know. Of course, day one, I have nothing to do, you know. There's nothing to edit, you know. So, like, I feel bad just sitting around. It's like, hey, you know, I'm going to help wherever I can. I help PAs, like, grab sandbags and hike, like, in the woods. So, it's like, every day is, like, almost, I literally walk, like, what, 15,000 steps. It's like. Ooh, every day? <laughs> yeah. Good Lord, man. Come on. Wow. Oh, um. So I'm curious, uh, you know, especially like it's funny because now 2019 obviously is when y'all were there and everything. But I am curious because last year, the one thing that was evident amongst anything else, I think, especially with her, was that horror th like really thrived in the pandemic. I think 2020 was a really, really good year for horror movies and just the entire genre in general, honestly. And we had a lot of really good stuff that came out last year. I'm curious if horror is something that you actually yourself enjoy um, 
Because I get it, you know, you're working with friends on this, this is somebody who's experienced your work before on previous projects, and obviously you're the guy for the job, but mm -hmm. I'm also curious if there was any actual interest in it because you're a horror fan or you you resonate with that genre at all. Yeah, because, you know, I like horror because it's, nice. it's not like for me, you know, when people watch horrors, you know, like during coming to have fun, get scared, you know, you know, it's not gonna be all horrors, you know, there's definitely be comedy, some like funny moments, you know, you know, so that's kind of what estimate me. It's like not, you're not editing horror, but it's almost the drama and the comedic timing of it, you know? So that's, I feel like, you know, great horror movies. It's not all about, you know, there's some like very serious movie movies, movies, you know, but like some horror movies that resonate with me for me is like, there's those comedic, like jokes and stuff that stands out that you make those characters believable but, but you know when those characters you know gone you're like oh man he was the best part you know yeah and <laughs> the the films won a lot of awards like that that's the oh. one thing is that y'all y'all have done very very well it's seemingly on the you know on the film festival circuit and everything um what kind of competition comes up with that because i i do know that again like taking it back to horror Horror is definitely one of those genres that in the, you know, and especially in the independent film circuit that there seems to just be so much competition out there from filmmakers and putting the best product out there for everybody to enjoy. So I, I am curious when it comes to like submitting the film to film festivals and everything there, especially you as the editor, the person that's putting yeah. this, like this movie together and everything. Does anything change after one festival to another one like are you still doing edits you know month at months after you've locked to where you have to go back and change stuff up no because like at this point like you know when we submit it there's not really much um you know cutting for me maybe there's like definitely like we work on sound for example but like when you mentioned the whole like winning these festivals it's like for me it's like really wow it's kind of surreal you know so that's cool yeah but yeah like there's not really much like more editing to do, but there's definitely probably like, I guess when they watch it, it's like, you know, okay, we want to make this sound better. Yeah. I don't know if I'm, yeah, kind of like ranting on. <laughs> okay. And when it comes to like making cuts and stuff, um, especially again in, the, in a project like this, it's easier for your voice to be heard. It's easier for you to actually give give like uh, insight and opinion on you know your thoughts about what you're seeing there do uh, was, was there a lot that you saw being cut out from what was done I realize again obviously it's not a hundred hour movie it's not a hundred hour plus movie or anything like that mm -hmm. but I guess you know you always hear that when you're put, putting a film together a lot of times there can be you know plot points characters like certain things they get cut out of the film itself was there anything coming out of the stairs that you personally were like man like I wish that could have stayed in or you know it was very easily like yeah no this doesn't need to be there or be a part of this at all yeah, I think this is one scene, you know, just like in the beginning when, the, you know, I don't know if you've seen, you've seen the movie. Um, so there's a scene where, you know, after grandfather and grandson park, you know, before they, you know, shoot a deer, there's a definitely like a, a walk and talk, you know, kind of like, you know, a small talk with the, his grandson. And I guess they kind of brought up, you know, where, how school is going and like how his teacher. And it seems like when the, during a discussion, it seems like, the grandfather almost has a fling with the teacher once, you know. Oh. Like there's like some like, um, uh, yeah, it's like like some kind of backstory between backstory, them. You know, yeah. your dog, he's like a sleazy guy or anything, you know. I thought I don't mind it, you know. I thought it was kind of funny, but like, 
that we kind of have a tough time we just gotta like ax that scene you know even though it's a great scene it just didn't move the story at all it's kind of like watching it over over and over you know, okay this is this slowing everything down the audience probably before you know mm-hmm. and you know once the and there's another line like a small line i guess it's like when the you know when they got separated in the woods when the, the father is uh the grandfather is like jesse jesse where where you go and he says i'm gonna kick your ass you know hmm. and that line is like we watch we hear it. it's like in the context then it feels like it's it's kind of dark. I guess I set the whole tone like maybe the grandfather's a killer or something. Hmm. Um, but yeah, we did definitely ax that out. See, but, that, it's so intriguing to hear things like that too, because you wouldn't think like from from the out, an outside perspective. Like I, I guess you would never think that something as small as that could really change the tone of it. But the way you describe it, it's like, yeah, like that absolutely would have, would have been completely out of place like in, in the film because you know I did get to see it and it was like yeah like you hearing you describe it it's like no that that wouldn't have fit at all honestly and there's definitely you know you know after in the middle of the movie where you know these you finally like discovered these um the four hikers you can't get bond of them it's like you know every scene with the dialogue there's they're, they're great with chemistry of each other you know and it's like most sometimes you know Dirty Doug, the one that's the funny guy, you know, he added ad lib a lot. He was great, but that's definitely, you know, in the every almost every scene, we gotta be like, I was a surgeon, so I like cut lines here and you know, use used their reaction there. So like I guess every you probably like it took like probably like 20% out of every um dialogue scene you is um out from the movie. And that's that, that like that that poses a whole new set of problems because yeah. I've heard about that that you know when you have actors like good or bad like who do a lot of improvising that mm-hmm. it, it does make it hard for reshoots it makes it makes it hard to like to, to, to do your job obviously because you don't have the same kind of markers that you would if they're using the script so if you're saying like this this was happening a lot yeah that seems <laughs> like you had your work cut out for you then huh uh-huh definitely and I, I guess you know they work with, with with each other in the um other previous films so it kind of made my job easy because there's chemistry um works so well with each other yeah uh-huh. now outside of that there um i i am curious because I, I always ask everybody this here is uh, anytime we i can get a, a guest to talk about their about their films they're involved in and everything I'm so curious, and I'm sure this is something maybe you like you've heard talks about. And if not, you can obviously make something up here. But seeing the film, seeing what uh, what our, what the writer and director had had planned out for it, there, if if you had to come up with a sequel idea to the stairs, if you had to go over like the stairs too, what would that story like you think be about? And I like it again, it could be like actual tidbits that maybe you heard or something you make up there on the spot. But thinking about what the finished project came out to, what would the stairs to be about? It's funny, it's like after we wrapped filming, I remember like one of the um, extras asked, Hey, is there gonna be a sequel? You know, and then you know, one of the writers, directors, like, look, um, they brought the idea, maybe they're gonna go back and um, discover the find where the grandpa is, you know he's still missing okay and then there's been talks about actually doing a prequel as mm. well or you know like you know in the beginning you know you've seen you know 
we see the grandfather and um, grandson, and you know when, um, right before the title hits, you know, grandpa, the grandson got snatched. Yeah. Spoiler. We're gonna do some maybe like a prequel, like just the stuff happened between that twenty years passed by, just introducing some characters, you know. Yeah. And then throughout the whole movie, you kind of see these like, there's and then, you know introduce new monsters. You guys, you kind of see the whole guy the the bullet you know that little crazy woman mm-hmm. they, might, they might come back because you can't we can't never establish what happened to them yeah and okay. i i love to mention that because yeah. i did feel that like there were some strong implications throughout the film about that that like um uh, you know like uh, uh what, what's the one uh like jeepers creepers you know every 23 years the monster's out and everything like yeah. there seems to be some like fun implications here that obviously it's not like this grandfather and this boy were the first ones to come across this sort of encounter the uh you know the grub daddies or whatever or that our our main group of uh of hikers or anything later on in the film that they're the only ones they encounter it too it seemed like there was a mythology definitely being built with this uh being built with this film honestly so that that's really cool to hear that those are whether you know whether you y'all end up doing it that's cool to hear that there have been talks and conversations about building that world because y'all did have a lot in this film that kind of build upon that honestly yeah definitely you know it's like they have more lot stuff in a script you know plan like mm-hmm. some of the stuff we shot but it's like there's no budget we didn't have a budget to like you know shoot anymore so a lot of stuff they get axed off like more like creatures and stuff sure but yeah, it's just, but it's like this movie is almost like a tease for like a bigger, um, I don't know, like universe, I guess. <laughs> very cool. Yeah. Very cool. We got to be on the lookout for that. So uh, we're getting close to wrapping things up here. Uh, we got a question here in the chat. When can, because we know we have the Fathom event screening of it last night. And I know a lot of people got a chance to go check that out there. When can we expect to see the stairs hit streaming? you know, hit physical release, uh, anything like that. Do you have any idea when this is going to be uh, going to be available again for folks to actually pick up and check out? I think I asked them last night. I think fairly remember. I think it's end of this month, I believe. I don't, I don't know exactly the date, but yeah, I think so. Looking towards the end yeah. of this month. All yeah. right. That's going to be awesome to get that out there. And because I love asking every guest about this as well, too. You worked on a horror film. You had a horror film that came out there. Can you talk a little bit about if it was a big part of your life there, maybe some of your experiences with horror in your own life, whether it's, you know, it's, it's an experience seeing it in theaters, watching something at home, you know, going to a haunted house, like we're getting into the, into the scary, spooky season and everything. So can you talk a bit about your life experiences with horror growing up now? Oh, man horror i guess yeah I if, I, if, if you want to be even more specific like these days what if you had to go back and like pinpoint some specific movies that you like you just pull out anytime like this is oh these are the ogs these are my favorites here now like what do you go to oh, when the, i remember the first movie that really scared me was watching the ring okay. <laughs> it's like it's like you know you watch the ring you know of course you know you get a static tv it's like every time you know, you wake up, you're like, you, know, you hear something flipping, flipping channels. You're like, here's that. Like, What's going on? You know? And I was like scared to death, like middle of the night, just like trying to go to the bathroom to get a water. Cause you're like, 
you know, open the door, you see, I might see that little girl somewhere. <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, that, that hits it. Do you still have any sort of VHS collection left there? Nope. I know a lot of people, yeah, it's less and less now. No, I don't have any VHS anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. It, it, it's, it get, I always get sad because like it's less and less and less and less that we're seeing. And I know our, our media is so much better than, than what it's ever been in our world before. But I'm always curious if folks are still still hoarding a nice VHS collection together there. I should have, you know. It's like, you know, some of them probably cost like fortune these days. So super rare ones, I guess. Yeah, I, I'd imagine so too. I'd imagine so. All right, Michael. So we're, we're kind of at the end of things here. Do you have anything that you need to plug? Anything you want to talk about that you got coming on the horizon for yourself now? Uh, you mean any new projects? Or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because like right now, the two films, um, it's in post-production. It's almost done. Almost done. It's like, you know, you're in a raft. You're like swimming. You see the beach. It's almost there. Right there. A, a slasher film um evolving a bunch of teens amusement amusement park you know hmm. so we do like slasher films over yeah. here so different, different from this movie and another one uh it's a western western horror movie okay <laughs> michael we're man we're gonna have to be having you back a little bit now yeah. you are uh you're speaking our language quite a bit here now that 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 it's that trigger word slasher is the that's that's the one right there that's that those are the movies right there uh-huh. man yeah <laughs> very cool very cool and we're looking at those projects sometime next uh next year next couple of years now hopefully this year hopefully this year beginning next year you know okay we're gonna we're gonna have to talk them then. We're definitely gonna gonna have to talk them there for sure. So very cool, y'all. We got a we got a couple more films Michael's working on right now. Hopefully out before the end of the year, we'll get a chance to see them. And then of course, as you heard there, we're gonna hopefully have the stairs available for streaming or for perhaps physical media here by the end of the month as well too. So, Josh, anything from you, man? Anything from yeah. you? Yeah, I actually had a quick question, Michael. Did yes. you have? Didn't you have uh, one called the Haunt or Haunted Trail? That was the, yeah, Haunted Trails. That's the. Is that the amusement park? The slasher one. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just, I think by the description, they were in the woods again. And I'm like, thought you were just doing another Kids in the Woods movie again. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the slasher one. And another one okay. called um, Blackwood. It's in, that's the horror western one. It's like so Blackwood and a Haunted Trail. Is that what I heard? Yes. Uh-huh. Blackwood and a Haunted Trail, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're looking for there. <laughs> yeah. What about um, The Awakening of Emmanuel? Emmanuel? Oh, that's smut? like... Is that smut? What's that? Are you editing smut? What's... <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, man. I, like I know old, what he means. Like the old Skinamax movies. <laughs> that was... Um, a lot of that work, I, I was luckily got busy during like the pandemic. So it's kind of like this work. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not criticizing. I was oh. just curious if they're like rebooting the franchise or something. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I guess. No, I don't think so. <laughs> That'd be dope if that was character. the case. <laughs> <laughs> Take me see, back I to know. my childhood, man. Old school Manuel. I know it's I'm been it. stalking me, Josh. I'm, IMDb. I, I, I'm IMDb stalking you, man. I saw you were at American <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Mega fair. 
Oh, hey, I, I, did, I did have some questions there. I didn't want to I didn't want to walk all over your thing. Yeah. Do it, man. Hit it. Yeah. So that's why I was waiting for you. But hey, Mike, how did the screening last night go in L.A.? That you were at? It was, it was great. You know, it's like for me, it's like because. I haven't I seen it. Of course, I've seen it so much on my computer, you know. Yeah. But it's like the first time, like over a year, actually over a year, I actually see, you know, with a group of people in LA, it's like on a big screen, it's like, you know, for some reason, my stomach cringe, you know, like, okay, you know, of course they probably check it, but it's like, I'm anticipating something's going wrong during screening always, you know, like a missing flash frame or something. <laughs> Overall, yeah, it's great. <laughs> what, so were you there with the rest of the cast and crew or did you go to a different theater and see it? Yeah, because, oh, the, the film the filmmakers they're based on Seattle so they actually flew here oh perfect so we um yeah I attended a screening um in theater with them you know That's some great. of the a uh, few of the cast a few of the um the filmmakers and mostly like most of the crew are back in Seattle nice well, yeah. last night at our screening there are two women in front of us <laughs> and they apparently knew the actor who played Josh. Oh, really? Yeah. And they, they had a few cocktails, so they kept pointing out that that guy in the blue shirt, like about seven times, they had to oh. tell us the guy in the blue shirt <laughs> after the screening, but it was fun. I'm just curious. So I check on, you know, the theaters, and especially in Colorado to see who's seeing. So I guess you're, you went to Highlands Ranch, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Okay. That's my go, go to theater, too. Yeah, I went to the Century in Aurora. That's where I saw yeah. it. Um. <laughs> so speaking of shirts, we can't stop. We can't leave this without bringing it up there in shirt. Did you did you recognize it? I mean, the, you had to have seen of at least thirty or forty hours of it during the, the editing process. Yeah, that's Doug's shirt. Oh this snap! <laughs> my uh, we we my wife and I went to see it last night. Uh -huh. And she's she, she's funny. She's like, wait a minute, I like I'm pretty sure you have that shirt. And I look, it's like I know I have that shirt that Doug's wearing right now. <laughs> and I snag a quick photo, and Josh can attest to this. I send Josh a photo, like I have this shirt right now. <laughs> and sure enough, go home, and this is Doug's shirt, 100 percent absolutely. So weird. <laughs> yeah, and, and like it, it's funny to me because. Like when I was growing up, and even to this day, oh. I look at, at at wardrobe in movies like, man, I'll never own cool shit that people are wearing in movies at all because I'm not a man of money or anything there. So I felt very cool last night to see Doug wearing this shirt. Like I yeah. own a movie shirt. I finally <laughs> own one now. Claim to fame. There it is. You got your costume for Halloween. Yeah. I'm dug in the stairs, baby. Just, yeah. Now you guys got to put leeches on yourself, I guess. Oh, man. Yeah. And what, the American, the American under ruse now and everything, too? We got to go in. We got to go in on it now. <laughs> You're going to have to put a screenshot on your page, side by side. Oh, yeah. it's happening. It's, it's happening for sure. We're going we gonna, to we gonna grab that for sure. That's going down. That's going down. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, that's all I got. All righty. Well, Michael, um, we really appreciate you joining us. Um, again, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for uh, for your other couple films that are coming out there. Um, it definitely seems more of stuff that's going to be up my alley as well. So I'm excited to see those eventually get a chance to talk about it. But we appreciate you joining us here today. And we hope to get a chance to talk to you more in the future now.
Yeah, for sure. Thank you, guys. Thanks, and thanks, Dave. everybody, for joining thanks, us. And that's going to do it for my interview with Michael Tang, editor of The Stairs. Michael, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Joshua Mazzara of Mahai Horror Film Festival, thank you very much for joining us as well, too. Well, that's going to do it for us, folks. Back on camera for you just for a little bit. I'm going to try to get one more video episode in for you uh, next week there with our Chucky All-Nighter. Yeah, so we still have a few more movies we're going to be watching together uh, tomorrow, which is Thursday the 16th. And we're still trying to decide when we're doing Candyman because Candyman comes out to digital platforms this Friday the 17th. It was a fantastic film. It did really, really good in theaters there. We got to support it. Make sure to buy it, to rent it. Um, even though I'm going to be buying uh, like buying digitally or renting digitally, I will buy the physical 4K release when that comes out because I got to. I got to have it there. Um, but... We're going to figure out Candyman uh, next week. There is only one watch party. Uh, I have so many weddings next week that I just can't make any other watch parties work. So the only watch party we are doing is the Chucky All-Nighter. Yes. Next Wednesday, the 22nd, the time has come for our second All-Nighter. We did one back in July. Now it's time to get back to things here with Chucky. We're doing all of them from Child's Play 1, 2, and 3. Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky. Curse of Chucky and Cult of Chucky. We're getting them all. We're skipping the remake. We'll do the remake a little bit later on there. Uh, but we're getting them all there. That is our only watch party next week. So if you don't tune in then, you're not going to catch anything with me. That is going to do it for us, folks. Get to Facebook uh, so you can go find the link for our watch party. Please come join. Uh, we are watching a bunch of new shit tonight, as I said earlier. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in, y'all. Like comment share tell your friends about this there uh tag your favorite horror movie sites uh tweet them all that kind of stuff about me as well too folks big things coming all right uh but my name is t we've been talking scary movies y'all stay scared